The Arcane Dice Podcast presents This week on the Arcane Dice Podcast Our season finale With the Cabal defeated The heroes are called before King Bruyner Battlehammer who grants them rewards and accolades Wait Season finale Not needed for season 2 It's all a little sudden isn't it? Somebody get my agent on the line. Get my agent. Hey there, I'm Dave, one of the members of the Arcane Dice Podcast. First of all, I would like to thank you all for coming back week after week to hear our little story. We really appreciate that and hope to continue to entertain you for years to come. There's a lot of podcasts out there, and we're happy you've chosen us, but maybe you're looking for an additional podcast to listen to while waiting for our new episodes. We have a new friend of the podcast who would love to fill that spot. Snide's Return is a tabletop role-playing game interviews and actual play podcast. We interview content creators, Twitch streamers, and fellow podcasters, and we put out our own actual play using a variety of different systems. So come and join us, come and have a listen. You can find us on Twitter at Return Snyder. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or check out our website at www.snidersreturn.squarespace.com. I got shelves full of parts and tools that were specific for that make model. I don't know if I want to go back to that or if I want to get away from it or if I want to look at something else. So I think for now, I'm just going to concentrate on the car, get that done, see if there's room for a bike after. Have you thought Vespa? I have thought Vespa. Yeah. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. and let's, let's, let's talk comfort and uh, style mobility scooter. Strangely enough, I I have been doing um, an embarrassing amount of research on the electric unicycle community. You know, I'm not going to lie. At first, I was skeptical of your uh, your love of that. But the other day, and I think I sent you the link for it, uh, there is the costume that that guy did for it's the Darkwing Duck character there, the robot guy who's on the fucking unicycle. And I think I sent you the link for that. That's fucking hilarious. And that would be uh, the no, best I, I fucking Halloween costume fucking. Yeah. But dude, like there's, there are um, fully suspensioned um, battery powered unicycles that will get up to 150 kilometers of distance on a single charge. And we'll I thought you were going to say an hour. an hour. 70 kilometers an hour on a unicycle? Are you insane? Right? Yeah. It's, like, uh, like you could do most fucking regular roads around here in the summer. Oh, we lost. Did we lose Chase? We did lose Chase. She might have just blanked her camera so she can take her uh, unusually large bag of socks somewhere. <laughs> yeah. 
Is it an unlar- unusually large bag of socks, or is it just weird that she's doing all of her socks at one time? I mean, they're both kind of weird. She seems to do them, and and she seems to do them like every alternating Sunday. So they go through a lot of fucking socks. That's a lot of socks. Yeah. And as someone who who totally takes advantage of the free socks I get in the army, <laughs> even I don't have that many socks. And I don't, like, throw them away unless I'm putting a toe through them. Yeah. No, I think we actually lost Chase there. Yeah. Matt went on mute and no camera. Chase, Chapey Uh So, Dave, I don't have to point this out, but I'm going to point it out anyways. This laptop is just for podcasting, not for you to fucking do your fucking Dave fucking nerding shit on. Wow. Wow. No. Sorry. No. The only thing I use my laptop for now is podcasting. That's because it barely runs. <laughs> no, this one's going to be fucking pretty fucking tipped out. So it's only fifteen inch. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. It's garbage. Also, <laughs> it says currently unavailable now. Yeah, that's because we hopefully got the last one. <laughs> I do uh honestly I do most of my stuff on my phone now. Most of your nerd stuff? Yeah. <laughs> All he says Skype is fighting me, I'm restarting. <laughs> Skype? Skype. Skype. Uh, Skype's giving it to her. Giving her the business. Well, at least it's got the Windows logo on the right side. Nice size shift bar. That should be good. Is there a wrong size? No weird font. Yeah, uh, my my current laptop has the Windows button on the right side. It's like two over from the space bar as opposed to one over on the left. Huh. Sounds like you got a knockoff. That's weird. No, and it's an MSI. It's yeah, it's what they do. What they do? It's their thing. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, no actual buttons on the mouse pad though. What? I need buttons. Buttons make the world go round. Buttons definitely make the world go click. I am not happy about the snow on the ground. Mm, it just came in too, hey? Oh, we got sunshine oh, here. There when I woke up this morning. Get sucked, Matt. Hey. Yay, Calgary. Not yay, you, Calgary. You dirty southern poachers. That's what it is. It's never yay, Calgary. That's true. They're always yay, Calgary. I fixed it! I'm yay. back! Yay! Yay, congratulations! I, I was going to suggest, Matt, that uh, in order for you to continue with um, with the Arcane Dice podcast, you should just move here to Edmonton. 
Yeah, if only I had free rent and food and a job. I mean, you can transfer. There's a there's a Costco just down the street. Yeah, we've got two spare bedrooms here, so. Yeah, I don't see my sister-in-law being super keen to have her brother-in-law living with her. Free childcare goes a long way. I won't lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I got fixed because I didn't want kids, bro. Well, I mean, technically, it's not your mistake. You just have to look after our mistake. There you go. Jeez. <laughs> Escalated so quickly. Oh my gosh. And forever no, weird in prosperity. Yeah. We are very happy with our mistake. But yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to read up more on Sword Art Online. I remember watching it, but it was like second screen over, so I was all like, "Oh." We have Does copyright on Arcane Dice oh. podcast. Certainly do. Is anybody here uh, a Yellowstone fan? Yes. The TV show. Yes. I have not seen it. Have you seen or heard anything about Jesse? Of course, we had to watch Yellowstone. Oh. <laughs> it's good. good. I really I haven't watched it. the newest episode, but uh, yeah, I really like it. Wait, wait. This is this is the one all about how people are idiots and built the park and a bunch of farming land on top of an active volcano. No, partly right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not so much volcanoes, but. Uh, yeah, no. Me and Jesse accidentally started on season two of that, though, and we're like, I feel like there's some backstory that we're missing here. And then we were, like, looking <laughs> at it. There's an entire another season that we were supposed to watch before this. But, like, when we clicked it up and queued it on Amazon Prime, it just started us on season two, and we didn't think anything of it. Yeah. I find Amazon is not the greatest for their, uh, like, their system. Like oh, just, God, it's trash. Amazon is awful. It's horrible. I don't like Except it. Except for the fact that they show, if you pause the show, it'll show you which actors and actresses are on screen at the time. They're I like do great. like that. And it's, if it's playing I a song, it. it'll also tell you when you pause it. Yes. Everybody needs to have that. Yeah. Okay, I can't it's argue with that. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, I've definitely like had a couple of shows that I'm like watching. I'm like, this is a fucking banging song. I want this. And then you have to like Google the episode and like what songs played in it. And then you have to guess like which song it is because in that episode they actually played like eight songs. Oh. Yeah. See, my phone will tell me. That's what Shazam is for. Exactly. Um, speaking of uh, series, have you guys ever watched uh, Daybreak on Netflix? I was looking at that. I don't know. Is it good? We we're going to be trash. Um, we started watching it because we thought it was like a show, like a movie. Turns mm. out it's episodes. So it's got a lot of surprising heart in it. And there's some really interesting characters that they have. Of course, oh. there's Matthew Broderick is in it. So, I mean, that's that's kind of fun. And he plays a bit of a. Well, yeah, I won't ruin it, but it's interesting. OK, that's the one where all the adults died. Like hey, Raph, are you flossing no. your teeth with candy packets? This is like the second time I've seen you do that. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, I've done that. Busted. 
busted. What? Why? Busted. I do it all the time. Why, Why not? don't you just it's floss? A yeah, because that I requires you to get up and go get floss when you have the bag sitting right in front of you. I use elastics all the time. <laughs> Jesus, how wide is the gap between your teeth? Teeth things like me up, but like just do you guys make little floss sticks that are like on like a little package? So you, you want me like, to create more waste? Get the hey, ones that are like individually wrapped and like. Want me to create more waste? Oh, now she wants individually wrapped ones too. Why don't you just suffocate a turtle by your hands? <laughs> yeah, you just stomp them. Next time you somebody see somebody go turtle, out just to stomp some of their eggs while we're at it. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> there's going to be some goslings popping up here in the spring. You can just walk out there and start punting them just to get it over with. Like, no, oh my god. <laughs> You know what? Actually, one of it's the stupidest things that I ever bought, and I bought it because it was like completely biodegradable, was the McCafe coffee pods when you buy them at Costco because they come in like the compostable K cup. I'm like, yep. nice. So I can just throw this into the green bin. It's basically cardboard and like a mesh. And then they individually wrapped each one of them in paper in uh, plastic. Kind of defeated the purpose. Yeah, it completely defeated the purpose. And like I researched it, the plastic's not even recyclable. And I'm like, this is like. What is the yeah. fucking point? So you don't open up a <laughs> box of K cards and 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 see they're all decomposed. <laughs> mm. Hey Matt, do do you remember mm. that that cow that we had that tried to like lick the chainsaw when Dad was cutting through a log? <laughs> and he ended up flossing its teeth with the chainsaw. I bet he just cut him cut him cut his nose open. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to pretend happened too. Yeah. No, no, it, it, the fucking thing didn't die. It, it just kind of like, like stunned itself there. And then my father was like, why the fuck am I covered in blood? And he puts down the chainsaw and the cow just, like, I'm a fuck off now. And then like, wouldn't let anybody get near him for like four or five days. And by then it yeah, scabbed it was over and shit. And it's a wild, it's an animal. That's what yeah. say wild animal, but they're not. Um, he didn't notice that he hit a cow in the face with a chainsaw. No, he was head down. He was bucking up logs, and he was doing the uh, the cut through from the bottom. And uh, yeah, the cow got a little too close and was like, "What's going on here?" And then when it came through, my dad's like, "Why the fuck am I covered in blood?" Obviously, thought it was like Matthew or I, but um, was not. It was it was the cow. And good news, uh, the cow lived long enough to be slaughtered uh, that season for meat. So, I mean, that worked out well. What? You know, I was just getting a head start on it? Yeah. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Nothing tastier right. than a steak that had a name. <laughs> name steak is the best. Right? I name every one of my steaks before I eat it. You were Joseph. Mm, Joseph. We're Joseph. So uh, and we named okay. all of ours after. It. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, we are all here. We're here. Yeah, we got it. We got a big episode here. Lots going on. So let's uh, let's kick some things off. I feel uh, like I have deja vu right, right now. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit uh, weird. Super. So last episode, uh, we left guys kind of settling down. Combat was over. Um, the king had started building his command tent as his troops cleared out the undead. You guys locked the incubus in the mirror uh, in exchange for some information. <clears throat> uh, and you guys had gotten the birdcage 
Uh, mm-hmm. The Soul Cage, and as Dusha picked it up, he got that uh, vision from the Raven Queen, uh, re- not really requesting, but showing him where he needs to bring the cages now that that part of the quest is complete. Uh, as you guys are kind of standing there and you had been discussing with Stormbearer uh, before he reverted back into the cage, um, one of the king's like squires, so like a runner boy, is going to come up to you uh, and let you know that the king requests your presence at the command tent. And do you guys want to head over there now, or is there anything else you want to take care of out on the battlefield first? No, we absolutely, we have to start making our way to the Raven Queen as quickly as possible. Making my way. <laughs> making my way. <laughs> oh, is that a critical role thing? Oh, I didn't know that. Weird. I felt like I said that already. It's so weird. <laughs> you know, still, I was right. thinking about it. We, we are by the magic circle right now, right? Yes. Was there not that, like, room that, uh... Oh, yeah, with that, the the pedestal in the book? Actually, I think yeah, I that, have no, that was, like, right? up on another level, but I thought from the magic circle there was, like, another room that that gnome was hiding in. Have we gone to check that out yet? No. Oh, the gnome wasn't hiding in a in a room or anything. He did try to escape, and you guys caught him and took care of it. Um, yeah, Stormbearer did. Yeah, he did. He's the, he was the flood king. He uh, gotcha. Okay, I am happy to go see the king. I want to write everything down. I need to document this. This is a momentous occasion. Okay. <laughs> uh, you guys will be up to the command tent. Uh, guards swarm the area, very busy. Uh, you can see runners going to and fro, clerics healing up uh, any of the injured dwarves uh, that are being brought around. Uh, and you're led inside uh, the command tent where the king is looking over some papers on the table uh, and discussing with one of his advisors. You guys are led in, being um, led by the runner, so they're expecting you, so you're not going to face any hassle. Uh, as you guys are entering the tent, the one of the guards will uh, ask for you guys to stop and wait for the king to finish uh, discussing with uh, his advisor. Uh, and while you're standing there, the king is going to look up, see that you're there, um, and uh, begin finishing up his conversation. I'm, uh, I'm going to start looking over this guard, uh, picking apart his dress and deportment and such. Um, and, and Matt, or if, uh, if you would like to join me, we can just, we can like both side this guy and go up one side of him and down the other. Mator just wants to go up and, uh, working with Mortor, we just want to go really, really close so to close. a soldier and not <laughs> say anything, but just look at him. Yep. And then yeah, like, you make this more uh, awkward for him. Move away. Super awkward, and I'm I'm gonna lean in close, and with like a lot of breathy words, I'm going to explain to him that, uh, well, well, Mator uh, may be um, doing an inspection of his dress and deportment and and bearing uh, that I am currently sifting through uh, the annals of his mind, and seeing if there's any disloyalty to the king, and if so, he will be killed instantly. Uh, all right. Uh... As as you tell him this and you're looking him over, um, he gets a bit of resolve with him. He's been a loyal guard to the king forever, uh, so he he's not too worried here. He gets a bit of a stoic look. 
Oh, oh, and, uh, and I, I and I want I want I want Brassy to come in too, just because like we're making a big deal of it. Like this dragon now oh. sticks its snout like right in his face. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, to be this guy, oh. Poor <laughs> dude. The king finishes up with his advisor, uh, and he doesn't beckon for him to leave, but he kind of just. Uh, Motions for him to stand to the side, and in this room, along with the uh, the runners and the servants, uh, it's the king, two of his trusted generals, uh, and this uh, advisor here. Uh, and he hand motions you guys to uh, to come forward. And as you get to the other side, or as you get to the the table where he stands on the side, uh, he looks you over, uh, and he says, "You are strangers here in Gothelgrim." And yet, despite that, uh, you have fought for this kingdom and for me. Uh, and for that, I am in your debt. If it, would, if it is within my power to grant you, uh, uh, I will grant any request that you ask. Uh, what brings you here to Gontelgrim, and what can I do for you? Uh, am I unmuted? That's a good question. Can you hear me? Yeah, Fantastic. Oh, we can hear you. All right. I just wanted to make sure. Douche is going to step forward quickly and grab a hold of Mortor. One hand, back of the neck. One hand, slapped firmly across his mouth to hold it shut, hopefully, or at least mute the mutterings and crazy about to fucking spew forth. <sighs> Dusha says to the king, Your Highness, we did not come here for riches or, or reward per se. We came here to help the family of this man here and his cousin there. They needed our help, so we come to help. If you give one thing, I would ask that you relay to his family the honor you are bestowing upon him for his deeds here in Gontalkrim. His, uh, his name with his family is important to him and he wishes that it be held in high regard with his kin. If you can pass that to all the dwarven kingdoms to know the glory that Mortar Granite Nasher has bestowed upon this kingdom here, that would be all that we require of your highness. Your highness. All right, and uh, Mortar, how do you feel about being kind of like brought to the forefront of attention, having Dusha uh, speak on your behalf, like um, asking for this honor to be bestowed upon you? Well, I, he he did it all in common, didn't he? Of course. Uh, duh. So embarrassing right now. Do you, like, do you really want me? Do you? Okay, you were the one who was teaching me Dwarvish. Yes. Yes, yes, I do. You, you real—that's what you that. The cheese is old and moldy. Where is the bathroom? That's that. This is what you you want relay to the king. Like that's all. That's all I have ever wanted in this entire campaign. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's gonna fly. That's just no, no. no, no. <laughs> uh, I I will, however, um, take this. Uh, take this to heart um 
yeah, it's it, it's what I would have asked for myself. Um, but the fact that you know Dusha has um, on my behalf uh, as the only reward that he is asking for as well. Um, yeah, I I take that I take that quite to heart. It, okay. it it keeps me from like breaking through his his mouth muffler and trying to actually get in my two cents. So I I get quiet. He doesn't bite my fingers. I'm shocked. Yeah. All I right. mean, this doesn't always happen. And he says, for an outcast such as yourself. Um, to put the needs of his people before himself to return this and he pats the rod of lordly might at his side uh, there is all the lands all the dwarven kingdoms will know of the deeds here today and your family I will send message haste uh, that you bring the greatest honor to them. Uh, and he calls for a scribe to come forward uh, and starts giving him uh, some instructions on what forms to draw up and what letters to get ready. Uh, and he's going to get your information for your family uh, <laughs> to send word for them. So if you could fill up this form in a triplicate. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and he says that cannot be all uh, that you wish. Uh, and he looks over each of you, uh, and he's going to look over Ollie being a. Um, I forgot the name. Knowledge whore. Knowledge whore. <laughs> Goliath. Um, Goliath. Thank you. I kept saying gargantuan in my head, but that's a size and not what you are. But kind of what you were. Anyways, looks you over and says, you have come from atop the mountain to down below. Surely you must be seeking um, something for yourself. I would like to go through all of the advisor's notes. That would be preferred. <laughs> and some time to study in your libraries. All right. The king nods and says... Um, you can have access to the libraries and any scribes you need uh, to record information. Uh, you can have access to the advisor's notes, but his clerics and scribes will also be requiring access for copies. I am happy with that deal. All right. And you guys can take as long as you need in Gauntlet Room to kind of get this all ready, uh, though. Uh, uh, yes, Mantor. Oh, you're... <laughs> Hi, Millie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna get the whole deja vu experience. No doubt. Everybody else is just think we're crazy. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Pat is All also right, going uh, to tell me that my cat is super cute and it's their favorite cat. <laughs> 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 um he looks over at you, Mator, uh, and he says, you have been a loyal uh, captain of the guard for many years now. What is it that you seek? My liege, your majesty, it is just an honor to serve. And I'll bow. 
he gives <laughs> he gives a little huff and he says um, you have done well many years and your dedication here goes above and beyond what should be required of you uh, this has been a long time coming uh, but you shall be made one of my generals and I wish you to head the restoration of the city uh, and he snaps at oh. another squire uh, uh, to start getting uh, the things drawn up and preparations made for a ceremony uh, to have you as one of the king's generals. Um, so he's going to task you with uh, getting uh, the city back in order. Uh, almost immediately, he's going to have things for you ready to go um, if you want to take on those tasks. <gasps> Could I be a knight? Yeah, General. sir, Mator. Are there yeah. are there knights in lore? Oh, for sure. I can be the first one. It's canon. Sure, for sure. <laughs> so, can I ask a question? Your knight General Mator. Yeah, you can ask a question. When Mator came to get us, like, did he just take like paid time off or like a leave of absence, or did he just like leave? Oh, I went AWOL for sure. Oh, you went AWOL. Yeah. Some vacation time. Shit was going sideways. Yeah. yeah. Vacation time. Definitely vacation time. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's you, 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 and you. I I, uh, I would like to um, speak with the king for a moment, though, if I could. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can. <clears throat> so... Um, after uh, Dusha jumps in and uh, speaks for me, um, which was very nice. Uh, it was, it was, it was great. Elegant. I mean, it was okay. It was in common. So, I mean, a little insulting, but we'll work on that. Um, I would like to, uh, to to clear my throat now that I've, I've gotten myself under control again. Um, now that Mortor's kind of gotten control of his emotions again, um, I, I would like to uh, talk with the king about uh, a couple of things that I would like. All right, absolutely. So, what are you looking? Um, I I go, <clears throat> your your excellency, uh, Sir Sir Vaughn, uh, shiny pants of the Undermountain. Uh, I, my my friend here, um. He he spoke true. Uh, however, he wasn't doing it in like, like, proper dwarvish. So I would I would like to take this moment to like, make an official request. Not just head to you. And I, I I know that you said that we were that we were strangers here, and and I mean, I I've been I've been a stranger since I hit this pile of dirt that we call this planet and and I, I've I've always felt like I was a stranger amongst my people as well um when when I was born I should have been one of many right like all all good dwarven parents they should have been filling the halls full of children um but I I wasn't there was just me and and that's kind of where my parents' disappointment in me began. Um, 
I was a stranger. I I am different. And and as you know, our our culture isn't necessarily accepting of people that are different. Case in point, right? Uh, and I've I've been I've been cast out of my clan. Um, I I was I was pushed out of Battlehammer, and the doors were closed behind me. So. So I, I, I turned around and I started looking for other people that were different, and I, I surrounded myself with them. And then I will I will gesture to Dusha, who doesn't look anything like the people around him. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks. Thanks. Just just rub it in, you know. I mean, That's I cool. mean, totally cool. You know, I'm I'm pretty different, but like, holy shit! Like, take a look at this guy. He's got things growing out of his head, like. Like, who made him? And what were they drinking? And how can I get a cake of that? Right? Right? Like, this guy knows what I'm talking about. And I'll point over to, like, one of the generals who's just kind of like, the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I, I, I guess, I guess that, you know, my ask um, is for the name of, of Granite Nasher to be elevated. Right? Uh, we've been... We've been shit on for an awfully long time, mostly due to my arrival. Um, and I, I don't think that my barons should have to, should have to suffer like that anymore. I, I don't want them to have to bear the ridicule any longer, and I want them to be honored for for their sacrifice and their suffering that they have endured for our people. Um, I, I don't want them to be embarrassed anymore, and I, I want them to. To find a, a, a sense of relief from their burden, specifically, you know, being my parents. And um, and then I'll <laughs> I'll reach into my breastplate and I'll pull out a little piece of paper and it's like, oh yeah, and I, I got like like two little two other little things, just like tiny little things. Um, if if it's okay with uh, with your honor, great high majesty, um. I would uh, I would also like if I could uh, if I could get set up a small shrine or an altar uh, to Agma, um, just something that you know some of the some of the thinkers, some of the knowledge seekers amongst our people that we could like give them a safe space to come to, you know, sort of like talk about new ideas, a, a meeting of the minds kind of thing. Um, that would that would be really awesome. I, I think that you would get a lot more support and I think uh, I think you will be surprised by the kinds of things that these people can come up with because we're we're different we, we don't think like the rest of you guys so I, I think we can solve some of your problems and uh, the the last one and I'll, I'll put the piece of paper down on the table and I'll reach underneath my beard and pull out that hidden dagger that I have and I will stab through this piece of paper through the surface of the table uh, all the way down to the point where the hilt meets the surface of the table so like a good you know six inches of steel driven right through the surface Uh, on the the bottom of the paper is written a single name Fenris (laughs) of course it is all right. right. What is your request for Fenris? I I want I want this man. I want I want our people to spread 
the tales of his misdeeds, and I want him to be forever sought out by the dwarven people for his tainted goods and his lies. He is doing a grave disservice to our blacksmiths and our workmanship, and he's putting people in danger, and he's passing shit off as our work. I, I think as a people, we need to not give this man any shadows or any corners to hide in. All right. As you finish with your, your mans, Fuck Fenris. Uh, the <laughs> king gives Fenris. a nod. And he says, it would be an honor to erect a shrine to Agma in your name. Um, he says, and if this Fenris has brought such a great dishonor to someone who has brought such honor to his clan, then he shall be known far and wide uh, amongst the dwarves, and he will be found. Uh, so he will offer get the sketch of him and like whatever information you have on him uh, down, and he will start sending that out. Now, now, as as for like that, as for like the altar, like dedicated in my name, um, you know, you should you should probably put on like my full like official birth name. Uh, so, and I'll I'll like just look around to see like who's been who's writing this down. Yeah. And and once I can identify them, I'll uh, I'll lean into them. I'm like, so my full name is Mortor Dingleberry Granite Asher. If you can if you can put like that whole thing on it, that would be like, Mortor Dingleberry Granite Asher. You know, he'll like, write it know. down. He has no reason to not believe right now. Yeah, yeah, he'll write it down. <laughs> Still a disappointment. Still a disappointment. Still a disappointment. <laughs> Don't change who you are. That's who you are. Right? You just lean into it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Almost forgot about so, Fenris. Almost forgot about him. No, he's he's here on my list of enemies. Uh, I have uh, dark elves, evil beings, and Fenris. Like he's specifically. Yeah. Put him on there. List of enemies. I thought you also didn't like anything that was inherently bigger than you. Well, I mean, that kind of goes without saying, doesn't it? Right. That's it. Would as a Goliath, would you like feel a kinship towards things that were taller than you and talk down to you? I don't see why not. I hate you. I hate everything about Ollie. <laughs> oh my. What, what about Shot people that? What about people that don't like books? Mm. Yeah, Golly. book haters. Did you see how much time we spent with Stormy? <laughs> he knew his letters and numbers. numbers. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I feel like if I put a book in front of Stormy, he would have been like, what is this? No. Stormy knows his numbers and letters. <laughs> no. I'd probably know. Is this kindling? Like... No, thank you. I have already right. gone this morning when I went to the after breakfast. <laughs> All right. If there are no more requests for the king, uh, we're going to do this next part in uh, like montage order, I guess. Yeah. Glenn, what, what kind of montage? Well... I'm glad you asked. Uh, I think it's the kind of montage that uh, kind of wraps this season up. 
Um, you guys have completed the quest of securing the souls of the Cabal. Um, I guess the only people who even know about the Cabal uh, and getting the souls back are Dusha and Mortor. Mator would be staying to uh, oversee the city's repairs. Ollie is going to spend an exorbitant amount of time uh, perusing the libraries and the advisor's massive collection of notes. <laughs> I can I can see Ollie just like living here, just taking up a residence. Not even taking up a residence. I'll just like eat, sleep, and live in the library. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Maybe maybe like clear out one of the bookshelves, like push two of them together so you have like a little little A-frame structure going on. You know, I could see it. A bed in the library. Giant <laughs> library. Like, the, you know, floor to uh, the top of the mountain ceiling. Tiny dwarven yep. door. Tiny, tiny, door. tiny little dwarven door. People are constantly asking me to grab the books on the higher shelves. and Oh, God. Oh, God. oh. <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, basically, you would love. Yeah. Basically, you would you would work there. You would not be paid, um, but all of your meals would be uh, given to you because you're still under tasking by the king to like, you know, yeah, as long as you want. <laughs> what a loophole. Oh, shit. Right? And he's like, you are a guest of honor for as long as you need, and I just don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> what can you say? Mistakes were made. Yeah. Rent-free? Rent Come on. Guest of honor, I, so the I food's free. I think this is a great way to sort of nerf Ollie, though, because cause then they can never really go out to action any of their knowledge if they're constantly getting new knowledge. And they're like, ooh, I didn't know about that, and just going down rabbit holes endlessly oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure uh ollie has like brought worth to like what's going on there like probably help the scribes just as much as they help her yeah, <laughs> yeah tons of new you discoveries know, fun fact oh, I, the I used to be a man she's <laughs> 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 Just looks up one day from her books. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. The <laughs> With my weird, toothy, open mouth smile. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Dusha and Mortor. For oh, a few days of rest in Um, You guys can make your way back uh, to El Terrell. Make your way. The journey, um, for the first time, kind of just feeling like you're not being forced somewhere. Like, yeah. uh, it's a pleasant journey that you guys have had many times before um, in your travels. Uh, and you make your way to the floating glowing orb over El Terrell, the light in the distance. Uh, and as you guys get closer and closer to the city, Dushi, you're going to feel that pull closer or stronger and stronger as you get closer to the city. Uh, and as you arrive, uh, you are called to a very small uh, tavern. Not, not a tavern, but just, just a bar. Um, uh, as you enter, 
um, there's no sign out front, but you, you, as you get to the city, you just know where you need to go. The Raven thing is giving this impression in your mind of what needs to happen, where you need to go. So you make your way to this little bar. Uh, there are two other gnomes sitting in the bar, just having a drink together off to the far side. Uh, and the tavern keep, uh, not the tavern, yeah, the tavern keep uh, behind the uh, behind the bar table. Uh, and as you enter, he looks you over quickly, uh, and he gives a little nod and a quick shake of his head to follow him to the back. Uh, and he puts down the little like table end for you to walk by. Uh, and in, he gestures to a back room. Uh, as both you and Mortor uh, get back there, uh, and he closes up the lid, he opens the door. Uh, uh, the room is unnaturally dark. There are no candles. The lights don't seem to be letting any light in. Uh, and the light from the already dimly lit tavern beyond, uh, none of the candlelight seems to penetrate past the doorway. But you can still make out a few um, shapes. Like you can make out a desk. Uh, this seems to be some kind of office. Uh, pretty large. And on one side, you can see a bed and a small wardrobe. Uh, so the tavern key probably lives uh, in here as well. Uh, but sitting behind uh, the desk is uh, one of the Shatter Kai. Uh, and the darkness seems to be kind of folding up around them uh, and absorbing any of the light that comes into the room. Uh, as you guys break the doorway uh, you see their hand move out uh, to the table before you and you feel that psychic connection again uh, asking to show the soul cages uh, Dusha's going to reach to his belt and unwind them and hold them both up on like with strings basically dangling from the pinky and the thumb the two cages um, you were, you were our, our guide to the, the Raven Queen. Then you can bid our demands to her as well. We have done her bidding. We have completed the task set to us, but we have lost companions along the way, and we have others who perhaps need uh, special circumstances set aside for them. I would ask you to honor what we request. Are you capable of honoring? for the Raven Queen, or must we speak directly to her? Uh, despite how dark the figure is, you get a very white, very wide grin. Uh, and not spoken aloud, but psychically, you both would hear the response of, uh, I can speak on behalf of the Raven Queen. I would ask that two that are held within these cages. One is resurrected back his body weights in Eltrel or Triel. It's Triel. No, Eltrel. Oh. Yeah, I, I, think it's like, I think it's here in the city. I mean, if, if you want, like, we can go and get him. I mean, he, he's still kind of in stasis. I could, I could, like, pop right out. I could, like, come on back and just, like, lay him out here. I don't know how this works. I literally started a slap fight with Mortor right in the middle of this. <laughs> Shush! You stop! What am I? Am I embarrassing you in front of the Raven Queen? I'm, I'm sorry. You're going to screw this up. We wish Colas to be returned to us fully alive with all of his stuff, except for the obvious big one that almost ended the world that he can't have. But besides that, 
all of his other stuff. And perhaps <laughs> that sword that he had that he doesn't need. He will not get, get the get sword. Nope. It was not uh, a good thing either. If I remember correctly, I believe you actually have all his stuff. I have some of your stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, there is another, and I'll I'll like go. I'll be like, Mortar, get get the dust out of the pocket. Get get Otto. <laughs> Oh, 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 okay, yeah, hold on, hold on. And I'll, I'll, I'll shoo Mortor forward to basically pour this handful of dust. Guys, hands. We would like this one resurrected as well. He helped us with a great fight that we would not have survived without him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If if I'm dumping a bag of powder, I, I'm going to roll my d20 and anything over a 10, I do it's not sneeze. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Kay. Please roll under ten. Oh shit! I got a nine. Oh no! I get a nine. Yeah, you just <laughs> dust through <laughs> in uh, <laughs> in auto month's life. I hope that guy's still smiling. It's bad enough that auto has been in a pocket for like months. <laughs> Otto's at least a quarter lint by now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's not enough dust to like bring him back as like a full size. Maybe he's are, only like a, are you, like are a you five saying foot. That his memory of that time might be a little fuzzy. Oh. <laughs> I could just, 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 just imagine most of Otto encrusted by this uh, half half eaten hard candy. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of road jerky, yeah, <laughs> right. Some bread crumbs, like growing out the side of his neck. The the peppermint you saved for later. <laughs> oh, you want Cullis, Stormbearer? No, no, Otto hold on. I didn't. I got I got Cullis and 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 Otto von Klein. Okay. But then I'll say, there is there is one still, who resides, and I do not understand why, but he seems to be. At peace, uh, while in war, he resides in the one cage, fighting the two souls that currently inhabit with him. I request that you keep him there as long as he is happy. But the moment he becomes unhappy, he comes out as a, a champion of yours. He is very capable and knows his numbers and letters and will be very helpful for the Raven Queen at some point in the future. I can, I, I feel, but right now he is happy where he, he stays, so I pat the cage and give it a shake just because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, hey, 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 Dusha, wasn't, wasn't Stormy always going off about like this Carl the Trickster guide or Trickster spirit thing? Like, uh. Like maybe she maybe she knows this guy. Like maybe like she can get like the chief's ex back or something. I don't I don't know. And I I'm pointing to the guy at the table. I'm like, I, like I don't know how this shit works. Like can you like you talk amongst yourselves? Like is there a I group? Wish, I wish the Raven Queen to trick the trickster spirit and steal the hammer back and return that hammer to the people of Stormbearer. That's right. Yeah, it, was, it was a hammer. So that he can. Be remembered by his tribe as the one who returned it, and they must know that it was him who returned it. And I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Dewalt off my belt. And I'm like, it's like a hammer like this, 
but it's it's not like this at all. It's probably like much bigger, um, and obviously not made by like professional dwarves such as myself. But it it looks like this, and and it, I I don't know. And you know maybe it can do like this kind of a thing. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna fucking like from the hip. I'm just gonna like try and throw it through a wall. Like I I can't yeah, see you, shit. Like everything is dark in here, right? So yeah, yeah. You you, you can put it through the back wall of the tavern. Uh, the yeah. light that filters in from outside. Uh, very dim and dissipates quickly into the room, so it doesn't even light up that much. <laughs> it comes right back. I was like, you know, it, it it probably can't do that. I mean, or maybe it can. I don't know. Maybe your have your people talk to like their people and see if there's something we can work out. So you have asked for colors. So we're we're asking for uh, everything. Asking for Stormbearer to be returned the moment he wishes, otherwise to be left in peace. And to have Carl the Trickster Spirit's uh, hammer stolen. Uh, for the captain, the chief. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and is there any other request? So here's a question. Ask for a kitchen sink. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Um... So what's these? One sec, I gotta run something down here. Right. She wants, I don't know, this or maybe this. One of the two. One of the second. One. Okay. Never mind. She was at the door. All right. Uh, yes, Stormbear. Once the uh, once the Raven Queen, uh, like those souls are probably going to get sucked out of the cage, aren't they? She just has to hold them. She owns them, right? So keeping them in the cage, yeah. I don't think she'd have a problem with. Oh, did you have an idea there? Like, is there no, something? I'm just going to say, See, like, I, I mean, on if they're out of the cage, uh, Stormbearer is going to get a lot bored. Well, that's why yeah, I said to I leave think, them in the cage. Uh, I think she'd find it quite entertaining to watch the souls constantly die to someone they would consider lesser. Yeah. No, no. And uh, I'm like, Stormbearer's cool with it. Like, he will eventually be resurrected. That's right. So says the scroll. Uh, I would say probably as soon as you are proficient enough to kill them and take the tower. Um, uh, A worthy sorry. quest. Shit for a second with that message uh yeah as soon as you're able to kill them and take the tower you would be uh released it would kind of just like line up that someone were to bring uh for you to like find your way back to you the ritual site uh and you'd be resurrected is how it would work would line up to the same time yeah. uh, that you kill them both and get to the tower and really, probably, awesome. truly, as a champion, I mean, uh, I mean, how many hundreds of years would have passed? Exactly. So, uh, I'll probably be the only one who makes it to level twenty in this campaign. So, suck it all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a double jeopardy where you can't be charged for a crime you've already committed. Uh, right, right. So, you can't gain XP for things you've already killed. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's but other ways to gain. There's other ways to gain experience. 
All right. Uh, the figure gives another big toothy grin, and the darkness coalesces around for it. Uh, I guess around it, and uh, what looks to be black wings emanate from it. Uh, souls for souls. This shall be done. Uh, and from the remnants of the powder that's now covering this desk um, <laughs> and his face <laughs> Cullis will be reformed uh, and sorry Audubon Klein will be reformed uh, and from the darkness just shadow material Cullis you will be brought back to life uh, and returned which was part of the original um, deal but You've brought back so many. So. There, essentially, till you can be resurrected. Cullis, you're brought back. Uh, Storm, you would be brought back. Or no, sorry, not Stormer. Uh, Ottoman Klein, you would be brought back. So, Dave, I'm not sure how you want to play this with both characters appearing in this room. Um, I guess I just have one question that is, what do you want? Like, what are they going to do from here now that they've been revived? Well... Let's start with Otto. Otto will be the easiest. Um, okay. <clears throat> he was a, paladin, a vengeance paladin. Oath, Oath of Vengeance, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he will... Uh, he will go back to... Uh, doing what he does. And, and, and bringing vengeance on those who uh, require it for the... Uh, you know, less needy. You know what I mean? Right. Well, He's a Batman who uh, has no problem with killing people. Yeah, All right. you got me there. Well done. Right? Yeah. And what about uh, Cullis? What does Cullis get up to? Cullis. Oh, uh, you know, uh, I never... Uh, I knew it was going to happen. I didn't... Uh, I didn't... Uh, I mean, that thought was always there that Cullis would come back. Uh, would he travel with you? He would. Um, he would. Abed! Wine! We are back. It is time to celebrate. Oh, and Abed will make an appearance. Abed! Come in full circle. Abed can plane shift in with a bottle of wine ready to go. Uh, as Abed plane shifts in, uh, you notice that the room is is suddenly bright enough for you guys to make out Cullis and Abed uh, and Otto von Klein. Uh, the Raven Queen's uh, champion will be gone, uh, along with the two soul cages. Um, what do Dusha and Mortor get up to, like, throughout the years? Like, what is your guys' – do you guys just travel? Well, well, let's, uh, I'll let Dusha say what he thinks happens, and then I will derail all of those plans <laughs> and tell him what really <laughs> Oh, I think, uh, Dusha was, uh, looking forward to that, uh, the boat and the growing of the, the second boat tree so that, uh, uh, on days where he feels like it, he can just kick Mortor over to the other boat so he doesn't have to listen to him. 
and poor old Margot and Robbie have to have to listen to him as he's, you know, teaching the child all the things he shouldn't teach the children, like bad dwarvish and and how to throw a hammer without dropping it and and you know things like that. Yeah. Uh, Don't forget to water my boat. Absolutely. Execution of a backhand. Um, but he's also he would the way that Dusha is he would also be looking in on what happened to Carl because that that chicken guy was supposed to fucking honor he had a he had a year and a day to uh, read over that thing that we had left with him or study that thing we had left with him I should say oh yes Jim. yeah um, and then he would most likely have returned it to his druidic order to be reburied somewhere where it wouldn't cause a catastrophe and and people like Mortor hopefully could never get their hands on it um help raise the uh the the dragon bag into a a, a proper dragon wormling and eventually a, a full-fledged <laughs> adult so that Mortor has then got a, a riding mount for flapping around you know maybe the dragon wouldn't have to grow for too long for Mortor to be able to ride it <laughs> Truthfully. Yeah. Sure, but I'm just looking forward to the dreams of Mortar falling off the dragon at height, but that's just a dream. Uh, <laughs> and obviously looking in on, well, wherever Cullis goes, stopping to see him, um, helping Otto with some little side events that obviously Batman could use a little help every now and again from the oh, Justice sure. group. Yeah, I'm sure that's <laughs> And then uh, looking in on Ollie and making sure that, you know, she shaves her head every now and again, takes a bath, and, you know, just so she's not stinking out the other scribes who are there. And I feel like at a certain point, I would still be making trips back home. So you can come yeah. and visit my hometown. Well, we'd, we'd go in and get to meet uh, Ollie's. Oh. Uh, no, I, I totally, I totally want to be there for Ollie's very first trip home as a girl. <laughs> yeah. I, I want, I want to be there, front and center, and I will, I will be like holding my hands, giggling nervously for her, and everything. I'm like, I can't wait for this to go so bad. <laughs> yeah. Mortar, I have a question for you. Yes. Whatever, go home. I'm sorry. You ever go home? Uh, back up to the spine of the north. Yeah. Spine you of the go world. Go back and see your family. Or the spine of the world. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna give it a little bit of time. I mean, Dusha Dusha is my family. Um, I'll I'll probably wait, you know, a season or two. Um, but yeah, I eventually I'll I'll go on. Sorry, I'll uh I'll go home and I'll see. Mom and dad make sure that, you know, they're being treated properly. And if not, um, I'm going to pop right back to Gauntlegrim and tell the king. I will All snitch right. so, on would be, so hard. <laughs> you would be welcome uh, with open arms. I'm just surprised. Like, no one ever expected it, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, you would be welcome back. You would be welcomed with open arms. Uh, probably feast or a celebration in your honor. Everyone here knows what you did, uh, but it's up to you for like how long you'd stay and whatnot before heading back out. Or even if you like, would you feel accepted? Not or would it just not be fully? 
yeah like it's yeah. it's nice that i don't have that pressure anymore um but like every every trip home would feel like going back to your old high school yeah. where like you you've grown outside of it you have different experiences and you've got a lot of memories good and bad of the place um i would i would definitely look up all of the dwarves that had bullied me and i would make <laughs> such an overwhelming show of them of like accepting them and everything's forgiven and you know there would be <laughs> tears in their eyes and i would i would wrap my arms around them in a big you know friendly hug and i would whisper in their ear i would say you only continue to live based on my good graces and my family's <laughs> honor uh, and then I would, I would clap them on the shoulders, and yeah. All right, I have I have another question for you. For uh, okay. do you go to Stormy's clan? Absolutely, I, it's it's uh, my adopted family now, right? Like I'm I am the last I am the last representative of that clan in our group until Stormy actually does come back. Yeah, right. he said. Uh, he said I was uh, adopted into his clan, and that we were the last ones. <laughs> All right. Uh, knowing as much as you do about Stormy and spending nights drinking there, you are. It's easy enough for you to persuade them that what you say is true, and they accept you. Mm -hmm. uh, every few years that you go back uh, after one of those, you will learn that the chief got his hammer back. That somehow the trickster spirit was tricked. Um, much uh, of this is going to be contributed to something Stormy did, so they'll think he had something to do with it. I, yeah, absolutely. And I, I will, over many drinks, uh, I will explain to them how how Stormy killed Santa Claus, and how he uh, fucked a kraken to death, uh, how he <laughs> fought giants, um, how he uh, how he one shot. Uh, a beholder, definitely dead. Um, yeah, not definitely dead. still under the city at all. You know, oh, I totally forgot about thing. Stormy <laughs> killed a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And what and I Tombstone will... says, just he killed a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> no, not not a tombstone because he's not gone. It's just a oh, yeah. memory marker kind of thing, and the yeah. clan will continue to carry it with them until he sh shows back up again I yeah. mean, and, and, and I'll, I'll even do uh, I'll even do a reenactment with Dusha on our Thunder and Lightning um, wrestling <laughs> gladiatorial <laughs> debut yeah Thunder and yeah. Lightning that's right I mean that's all Stormy <laughs> wanted it's just to be you know have the stories told about him to be the greatest to be to be the hero in the in the tale that that was it. That was that, that was his goal in life. Man, I am. I was. I was not ready for all this emotion for this episode. <sighs> like I've I've had to mute a couple of times just so I could be like, <laughs> everything's okay. It's We're all right. uh, what three years? Three years. Fuck. Yeah, it's been three. So long. You guys yeah. been through a lot. Yeah. Our, our, uh, sorry. Campaign I've ever done that, sure. Uh, let's see. So, uh, well, three, our first, our trailer went up, uh, April, April 26, 
Wait, can we can we talk about that? Like, isn't that the lost episode? No, that was. Uh... <laughs> no, no. no. Okay. Why would you Why would you bring that up? Why would you do that? No, no, because I, I just wanted to I wanted to know if you know our, um, uh, shit. What the hell? Our non disclosure agreement was broken or not? Just, I, I have to know these things. We we put our first episode up April twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, bad bad voice acting, bad uh, bad music. Bad. Yeah, bad, bad recordings, and uh, three years later, here we are with bad voice acting, better music, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did I did I ever tell you guys that originally Mortor was gonna have a Russian accent, and then fucking Raf spoke first, and I was like, "Fuck, son We're of a win. <laughs> and I I had to like instantly come up with like another you know cadence way of speaking personality for Mortor, and I was like. Ugh. Uh, mildly racist, gruff yeller, who, who, strangely enough, Mild. Matt, is actually based on Uncle Dale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's too funny. Right, and and that's why that's why I can never remember people's names, and I just give them nicknames, and I'm always yelling because I can't hear so great. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking funny. I mean, not not the mildly racist part. That's that isn't. That was that's more tour, but. Yeah, the the voice was based on my uncle Dale. <laughs> give us uh, give us a teaser, Glenn. Season two. Ooh. Yes. All right. What what do you guys have to look forward to? You want to know what? You guys haven't heard any of this, so I will give you I will give you everyone, everyone, even you guys, your first hints okay. as to what's to come. Uh, most of you are familiar with the premise of Sword Art Online. Uh. Mm-hmm. uh Characters stuck in a video game. That will be you guys uh, stuck in a video game. When we get together for session zero, uh, you guys will go over character creation and kind of like how you want to perpetuate your backstories. You guys are going to be going in uh, to a new world, not Feyrun, not anything D&D related. We are going to be playing 5e rules with a few additions i'm going to be taking some stuff from numenera which is a um my favorite rpg uh it will be a sci-fi fantasy world uh fantasy first sci-fi second uh but there will be some odd things going on and i'm kind of hoping hoping that um though i'm not going to force it uh you guys will be this is going to be a more open campaign uh, with you guys having to, uh, I want to do some settlement building. I want to have you guys in one place so you can build a, a history instead of being forced uh, all over the place. Uh, this is going to be an old world uh, for you guys to discover ancient secrets, um, as this world has been reborn again. Uh, and while there is technology, uh, people are unsure of what to do with it or even how to use it, or some places consider it completely unholy, uh, and having any technology will get you killed. Uh, I'm very excited to get into it with you guys and get into some of the lore of the world. Like This is going to be a lot more uh, exploration and finding things out than we typically do 
Interesting. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, yeah. I'm very excited. Sorry, Glenn, you said it was, it's also based on New Numera? Numera. Uh, Numenera. It is a sci-fi fantasy tabletop RPG by Monty Cook, who was uh, helped create uh, D&D 2.0. Okay. Uh, or second edition, I guess. Sorry, not D&D 2.0. Uh, he has done a ton of other tabletop games. I'm sure he's well known uh, amongst RPG enthusiasts. Uh, and I love, I love the world of Numenera. Uh, I like the fantasy or the sci-fi aspects of it and i'm really excited to see what you guys come up with when you get into the world 10 out of 10 this is how i met glenn was through numenera that's right exciting Uh, so i may have to dust off Uh, boom (laughs) i have to (laughs) i think that would be a great stroke for you to move forward that that's exactly how someone stuck in a video game would rename their characters doom gloom boom Keep it going. Yeah. That's why I said Cheesecake Johnson. Great name for a video game character. Like, who knows? <laughs> some 14-year-old kid's name is his avatar. That. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Uh, maybe we will see uh, Cheesecake Johnson again. Uh, so I'm just going to recap. Old World. Born Again. Magic. Mm-hmm. Sorcery. And technology. And technology to be exciting uh you guys will be allowed to look through some uh third party stuff if you want to look up any kind of uh tech class like a tinkerer or like the artificer and stuff uh, that would be a great addition if any of you wants to look into that i mean like uh mildly dated phil the the gunsmith artificer <laughs> see that would work yeah that's that's good stuff yeah, it's oh, going to be a lot more investigation and exploration. This is this is going to be fantastic. Like the my only exposure with tabletop games, with the exception of uh, I think it was Paranoia that we played once, Dave. Yeah. Um, has has just been like five E fantasy. So this will be the first time that I'm doing any sort of sci fi stuff. This could be fun. Excellent. Excellent. So, question I, that I have. I think I already have my name. (laughs) Are we going? Yeah. Are we going to be taking any sort of upload break as we prepare for the next season? Yes, there will be a bit of a break, probably about two weeks, um, depending on when we can get together and go over some, because you guys should be involved in the the creation process as well. I just have the world set up. Uh, So we're going to have to go over that, see what kind of stuff you guys are looking for. Um, and then a little bit more prep, and then we'll be ready to start. Okay. Okay. So we're we're planning on recording those uh, those prep episodes too, right? Uh, we should record the prep episode just for. Okay. Yeah. See see what we get up to. Now, this, are we still uh... rolling dice, or is it oh, like yeah. all digital? <laughs> yeah, it's sci-fi fantasy. You can do it both ways. Why not? Random does, number gem- generators for everyone. Does this world have a name? I did have a name for it. Let me see if I can't pull up my map. 
Ooh, actual maps, too. Well, so are we going to be doing this on roll 20 or something so we can see the maps, or do you have something else you want to use? Um, it depends on how we record uh, this. I guess, eh? That's right. Uh, and I don't have a laptop to do roll 20, so. Uh, where is Simon? Here? Oh, my God. Uh, okay, I'm signed out of this. I'd have to go back in the uh, the chat to find the picture of the map that reset my password for this. That's fair. It's been a while since I actually built the map. But you're ready. I did send it to you guys once as I was doing it. Did you? I'll uh, I'll get the pictures and stuff so Dave can um, post them to the group, like the pages, like Facebook and Twitter and stuff. Fair. Hey, let's uh. I guess that uh, that wraps this season episode one. up. This wraps this season up. Yeah, it's uh, wraps everything up. Uh, I think this is the highest campaign one. one. Campaign one out of the way. Uh, season two uh, coming soon. This is so bittersweet. It is. I'm sad, <laughs> but I'm excited. It's almost like you're losing everyone, but at the same time, we're just going to keep playing again next week anyway. So, right. Weird. Alrighty. All right. You're on mute, bro. Morley's on mute. Uh, well, that never happens. Uh, I was just going to say it's it's kind of fun to like still imagine, you know, what Collis and Audubon. Oh, we lost oh. you, Morley. But you know what? We'll all talk again. Season two. What What are the odds of that happening? That you blank out? What are the odds of season two happening? I feel like they're pretty high. <laughs> no, like I, I just had like Skype close on me again, like mid-sentence. I love it. I love it. We never, Skype we never would have guessed. Um... No, I, I was just going to say, though, that it's it's kind of fun to think of what everybody is going to be doing, you know, behind the scenes, not constantly being overwatched and supervised and narrated. <sighs> yeah, it, it, it leaves it open. Um, you know, there could still be stories. There could oh, still absolutely. be pop ins from characters for future campaigns and stuff. I, I like that. Not as good as Dave's idea of just a TPK, though. Everything up yeah. nicely. Yeah, that's how I'll live the whole team. It would, yeah. Yes, wraps things up nicely. I feel like that doesn't really bode well for Dungeon Crawl, though. If that's where Dave's just like, yeah, kill them all, kill them all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, no, Dungeon Crawl, I'm rooting for you guys. I am I am totally rooting sure for you are. guys. Uh, I think you can do it. I, yep. I think you're a plucky bunch of adventurers who can, uh, you know, make it to the end. Make it to the end. Maybe not in all in one piece or with your original character, but. Well, I mean, maybe not if we continue to, you know, go in horns blazing, right? Yeah, right, Chase? Well. Right, Chasey Chase? Hey? <laughs> you're, Nothing you're... that has ever happened. Thank you. You guys are doing I... good. You haven't died yet. True. And you don't have a cleric. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, but we got a thousand gold worth of fucking healing potions that we're quickly fucking burning through. Yeah, and we have two <laughs> sorcerers. I haven't actually used any of my healing potions. Two? Yeah. Do we have three sorcerers? I I know Corey's the sorcerer. I'm a Ranarat's a sorcerer. Ranarat. Isn't uh, isn't Hazen a sorcerer too, Raph? No, no, Hazen is not. No, he's uh. You don't get to know anything about Hazen. He's an edge lord. Yes, you do. That's right. Edge Lord, <laughs> with imaginary knives. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Smooth boy. All right. <laughs> um, I mean, we can we could talk all day, and I wouldn't have a problem with that. But uh, Glenn's got a season two to plan. Yes. Um, Glenn, fantastic job on this episode and the campaign in general, man. Thank you so yes, much for thank you so much bearing with us and entertaining all of our so crazy ideas fun. and shit. Yeah, and uh, uh, I'll send you guys the pictures of the map, uh, and as soon as I get off of here. So. Excellent. Okay. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Thank you everyone. Again, Thank you, All right, guys. Enjoy. Enjoy. Find that that. Peace. The Arcane Dice Podcast would love to thank all of you who have supported us through the first season. We could not have done it without you. Now, get ready for Season 2 Illoria Unleashed. An old world reborn. A collision of magic and technology, where the old ways battle against the new.